they are truly being professional because they want to fucking kill each other. That's what's going on. They all want no, and I'm not saying individually. No, I'm totally, it's just you're like totally they're right. pissed off. Yeah, I'm, like they want to kill each other because they're all mm. mad at each other. They're mad at themselves, and they can't vocalize it. Welcome to this edition of Road Tripping with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. We are fueled by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Um, oh. Somebody likes Blue Wire. Maybe that's, maybe that, oh, well played. Maybe that is celebrating St. Patrick's Day, because as we are recording this, that is exactly what the day is. Um, before we get started, can I just, I know this is going out tomorrow, but in line of it, it's my brother's birthday, 29, Corey. Corn dog. Big supporter, big supporter of the pod. Happy birthday. Shout out to you. Corey's a wonderful human being, by the way. I know. He wants to buy all of your wine. Dude, buy it all. What's up? Yeah. He wants we to buy it all. Coming. He actually, he also wanted you in light of March Madness to be a part of their um, bracket thing Should've that asked. they were doing. Well, I think. Closed mouths don't I, get fed, Allie. Oh, I hate that line. <laughs> they also get fed a lot of BS if you're not careful. With that said, let's dive into the pod. What is on y'all's heart, mind, souls? What do you want to start with? What do you want to talk about? What's the hottest topic take that you have for the NBA currently right now? Okay, two things. <laughs> One, I'm going to go first. One, we are seeing an absolute unprecedented offensive explosion that I don't know if I've ever seen in the history of the NBA. And I'm not saying, because usually you have guards going scoring 60. It's big men, guards, forwards. Some of the best offensive players are getting hot at the right time and is making the league really exciting, right? And regardless if people go, well, they're playing a bad team. Bad team or not, 60 is 60. Carlton Towns had 32 and a quarter in my 14 years. My career high is 33. So my man was going to work. And then number two, I have not seen a team quit the way the Lakers have quit, except the Orlando Magic when the Dwight Howard and Stan Van Gundy stuff came. I remember they were like first in the league and all that stuff came out and they just went, shh. <laughs> you know I mean? Okay. Like a heavy me... turd in the toilet, right to the bottom. <laughs> Sick. What is wrong with you? Let me first add a little bit of context, which I thought this stat was incredible, to your offensive scoring notion that you just said. We just had it actually on our pregame show yesterday um, that seven players have now scored 50 points or more in the month of March. By the way, it is only March 17th. Um, which is a kind of scoring spurt that has not been seen since the Elgin Baylor and Wilt Chamberlain era. I believe the two of them combined to put on similar performances. We had it on our pregame show. My question to you with that is actually, Rich, let me get your thoughts on that as well. As Channing just mentioned. No, I, I, I agree with Channing. The one thing that's crazy is that it starts to turn into like, if you can do it, I can do it. Jason Tatum said the same thing. Jason Tatum said, he goes, um, he basically goes, I saw Bron go one for, all right, I go, saw Bron go for 56. And then I decided to do the same thing. I'm just like pushing myself. So I think a lot of these guys just watch each other. And when one does it and then one has it going, then they just keep saying, oh, well, he scored 50 or he did this. I want to be a part of this. You know, I, I think those are the things that happen in, in, in those moments. Okay, I let like me ask you guys this. sexy, smooth jazz voice of Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a lozenge? <laughs> it's allergy season out here in LA. <laughs> Is it? Oh, it's not the smog. Obviously not. Um, Do you need a okay, little sip, Richard? You, you need to put a little Jack Daniels in the throat? Got to keep yeah, the throat yeah. moist, Richard. Oh, yeah. Super, super moist. Yeah. Oh, my God. How old are we again? Um... Let me ask you guys this question when it comes to the scoring, and this is taking nothing away. You guys know this. No disrespect to any player who obviously has uh, scored in which the way they have, especially recently. But is this a reflection of the way in which the defense in the NBA has kind of changed a little bit? Or is this purely on the ability and the dynamics of players offensively? I think guys just got hot. I, I think to say... If 
it's more of guys seeing each other. It's like people forget how small of a group it is and how competitive it is. You see one guy does it. Another guy wants to be a part of that group. And then they kind of like quietly push themselves to say like the defense is all of a sudden, like in March just decided to shut down. Uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. I think there are people though of other eras who say that it is a bit of a different style defensively. And I would say how to okay. not have seen spurts like this since the fifties. You can't who you. Okay. So for instance, let's say, all right, maybe LeBron is the only one that you would say, how did he get 50? Because I would just double team him all over the place and make somebody else beat you. Right. But at the end of the day, then everyone else is getting involved because you're getting a non scorer to pass, which he is wants to do. Right. Or you would go, Okay, you're double teaming Jason Tatum to give it to the rest of the team. That's a best team. They've been the second best team in the NBA since the January 1st or the 1st. So what are you like what what defense are you doing that's going to stop these players? Who are you going to de- who are you going to double team? People are double teaming KD at half court to let Kyrie play 2 on 1. Stop it. People are double teaming Kyrie at half court to let KD play 1 on 1. Pick your poison. If you do not have the personnel, if you do not have three, two to three legit defenders or a game plan, let's say you're on a back-to-back and your team is just tired or they're young and you get a fresh, have not played in two days Kyrie, that barbecue is already hot. (laughs) You just got to put the steak on there to get the sear marks. Like there's nothing you can do to stop these players. I'm sorry. People in the 90s and, and 80s, Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Well, the other part about it is that, like, look at who is doing it. Jason Tatum, Kyrie, KD, LeBron James, Carl Anthony. Like, like these are all, like, all all-stars. These are not, it's not, you know, other guys that just had, like, these sporadic moments for the most part. It's been the best players in the league. Right. Like, like, like who is like, it's not like these, there's bums going off for 50 and like other people are doing stuff. You literally have the top players in the league, you know, basically going out. The only thing that I can say, and that's why I keep pointing to Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum said after bronze, he saw bronze score 56 and saw what Kyrie did. He wanted to be a part of that. It's not that he went out into the game to, to I'm going to go and score 50. It's like when all of a sudden you feel like you got it cooking, you start to push it to see if you can reach that level. Those are very different mindsets. No one goes in and is like, I'm going to score 50 tonight. There's probably about three or four players in the Fair. history of the game of basketball that said that. It's more of like, oh, I had 16 in the first quarter. Well, let me push it. Let me let me see what I can do. Oh, I, I got 21 at half. Oh, oh, okay. Let me, let me push it. Let me see what I can do. So these guys just start pushing it because they want to see if they can join whatever that club is. And how many times does it always happen where one gets it and then you start to see a string? It doesn't make it less impressive, just shows how competitive these guys are. That's very fair. With that said, where is Luca speaking of scoring? Because I'm looking at his numbers. Over the last 12 to 15 games, he's had 51, 45, 21, 49, 23, 34, 25. You get the point. Where's Luca in your MVP conversation? Luca, this year is last year's Steph. Stop. The season is the whole season. The whole season. Right? Yeah. The whole season. Now, he's even said, now this hurts him. And every year, this is, I think Luca is a top 10 player in the NBA and he's shown that. And he may be above 10. But, like, for you to have the responsibility, certain players go, oh, he's going to be an all-star this year, or he's going to be this. We just automatically go, Luca's going to be an all-star. He's already in it. Every year Luca's been in the, M- in the NBA, other than his rookie year, he has been in the MVP talks. And then every year, at the beginning of the year, he goes, well, I'm either not in shape, or this is, he has a bad 25 star of the, of the year. No other MVP that we're talking about has a bad 25 games or I need to get in shape or everybody is doing stuff during the summer. And yes, he's playing for his country. Yes, he needed a break. Yes, this. There's a thousand excuses. When the NBA and the media and the players deem you an MVP candidate and you don't start the season off well, you it is hard for me 
to go, oh, well, you played 60, 67 or 57 games rather than 67 when Luke or like uh, uh, Jokic and Embiid have played 80 out of 82 or Giannis has played like the consistency has to start from day one. Like I want this award or I am committed to winning at this level. And I just think he's, he's Steph. He's Steph last year. Steph had a crazy March and April and absolutely rose to the ranks. I think it was third or fourth last year. And obviously Jokic played all 82. So like, yes, good job. You're having a really good month, really good two months, but you can't, you can't be in the top three. That's yeah, already solidified and, for me. Yeah, and, and Luca's one of those guys that no fault of his own because he's so great, because he's so talented that like there's no conversation. What the way he plays the game, Luca's going to average twenty eight seven and seven. There's no question about whether or not he's going to be an all star. The only question is, is he going to be all star? Is he going to be an all star starter? What what all NBA team is he going to be on? Those are the only conversations that the season when the season starts for Luca, he's so good. Same with LeBron James. No one's like, oh, is he an all-star? Or what, you know, or or where where, you know, is LeBron James gonna make an all NBA team? It's like, yeah, those things are going to happen. In order for Luca to win an MVP, he needs to come out of the gate and be dominant the first 30, 40 games of the season. Maybe have a stretch, you know, doesn't mean it has to have a perfect season, but he's got to go out there and outplay, not be the most. See, I think Luca's one of those guys that like it's not about being the most important player on your team. They want to see Luca be the best player in the NBA in order for him to win an MVP. Like show us that you are having a better season than anybody else in the league. And that you've done that all season long, he's he's not he's he's not even close to that. So that's not a disrespect to say he's not an MVP caliber player. It's just more to go to say that like he ain't winning MVP this year. So like he's not in the race. No, every year he's an MVP caliber candidate. Every single year for every the, year for uh, now until he's done. He's been the, he's, he's been that like, good. To, to your point, <laughs> Channing, the last two years to start the season, he was betting favorite in Vegas. Yeah. He was the betting fa- favorite in Vegas to, to win. You look MVP. at his team now. When he was out, his team got really, really good. Now he said, "Hey, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna be with this culture." And a lot goes to Jalen Brunson. A lot goes to you know getting guys healthy. He's done a lot since Tim Hardaway has been hurt. I thought I I didn't know where they were gonna go after that. Bringing in Dinwiddie helped a lot. Bringing in other guys that like are ball handlers and people who were, it's not just a central focus on him has really elevated him a lot like John Moran, right? Where I go, man, I don't know about the talent, but then you look at the skill set of everyone and their disposition towards him has really helped him and challenged him. So I'm saying no this year, I would bet big money next year. He takes, takes next year, especially the first, 20 to 25 games, extremely serious. Yeah. If Luca would have played all season, like he has the last 30 games, then yes. Then yes. Like obviously, but the only thing that brings him into MVP, let's say even conversation and consideration is the way he's played the last 30 games. So like, it's a no Not for enough. me, dog. Not even okay. close. With that, moving on to the next topic and topical situation in the NBA, how does Steph Curry's injury change the Warriors? Well, yeah, it was mean. They're nothing. Really? They're nothing. They're really? nothing without. They're, what do they're I 100%. mean? Yeah, I'm saying. What do you mean? I'm like they're they're the Warriors are. There's Allie, that was three, a great question. Let me answer it, and, it for you. No, Ali, it is it is a great <laughs> question. We're not we're not we're not shooting the messenger here because there's a lot of fans that wonder what they can do. Ultimately, for the Warriors, that you can do nothing without. They can't accomplish anything without Draymond. They can't accomplish anything about Steph. They can't accomplish anything without. They can do short spurts, right? But over the course of the season, like you need your MVP to be playing at a high level. So they're right now, they're back to where they were before Draymond came. Like that's the part that sucks. Draymond's been back for two games. Worse than that. Yeah. 
What do you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. This, this is the me assuming that, that you guys would have understood where I was coming from. That is my fault. With that said, there is optimism that Steph will return for the playoffs. And you look at the work in which they put in to start the season, to put them in the position that they are in. So expecting to be healthy by the time the playoffs come around, I'm thinking more so the timing of him coming back obviously at the the oh. critical point in terms of postseason, is that going to change the Warriors? Are these last dozen games or so without him going to... No? Richard, let me... You know, go ahead, go, go ahead, ahead, and I'll tell you no, what no, I No, 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 I, I just, I'm just saying, like, we're getting back to the... And this is not... To, this is a great question. It's more of, like, we're getting back to the if games. If they get back, if they have enough time. And so, you know, the 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 question is right, but... It's one of those things that's like basically the same thing. We can't judge the Warriors until Draymond got back. Draymond comes back for two games and now Steph is out for the foreseeable future. So that puts their team right back into the same deficit of a spot is that they're a team that's supposed to be contending for a championship. If they're 100% healthy, they're one of the top five teams in this league, maybe top four, should be contending for a championship. Without one of their stars, it's the same thing. It's like you take Middleton off of Milwaukee. You take oh, um, you, you take Jimmy Tyrese Butler. Smack. To, you, yeah, I'm saying you take – I'm just going even less than that. I'm saying you take – you know, Tyreek's Matt to Tyrese Maxey off of Philly. All of a sudden, like you take out a key part to what that puzzle championship puzzle piece is, you have some problems, especially with the way this league is structured, where there's so much parity across the board. So I think another good question would be Golden State's three and a half games above Utah and Dallas. Does does Golden State keep that three and a half? Do they stay at three or do they end up at five? There's no way Denver can catch them, right? That's just too much, right? Getting five games or 15 games. Three and a half can happen very quickly. That can happen in a week, right? Like Dallas can win three in a row and, and Golden State can lose three in a row. So does Golden State to you guys, now I'm asking, I'm flipping it on Allie. Allie, does Golden Please, State stay I'll three? Or do they go four or five? Look, our stats guy, Andrew Miller, who's wonderful with us, uh, big Warriors fan. And he actually just mentioned even before the the Steph injury during the stretch that they were going through. And obviously we saw him with the Lakers in the stretch that they're in. And they obviously took 50, 50 plus for Braun, but nonetheless were able to, to get the job done. That was before Draymond. He He's mentioned to us a lot. They're just simply struggling. And to your point of how quick it can go in the West – and right now, players and players, teams jockeying for that playoff position, I think easily they could they could slide to five, uh, especially without Steph. Um, I think it's a very interesting time, though, because without Draymond for that stretch of games, a lot of people were talking about his impact. Does his yeah. impact still remain the same, even with Clay, though no Steph? Do no. they need one another? No. Yeah, they're all great Steph? individually. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, good. They're all great individually. They're 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 all like they're like Captain Planet. Voltron. When their powers, Voltron. <laughs> when their powers combine, the motherfuckers are a problem. But you can see that like they all become twenty percent better when they're around. Steph is an MVP candidate without anybody. Like Draymond could be a defensive like player of the year on other teams. Um, um, Clay Thompson is going to be a top shooting guard regardless of who else is on his team. But when you put them together, their chemistry, their understanding of the game and the way they play, it's been unstoppable for six or seven years now. So it's just like, but when you take off, yeah, it's, it's, it's since 2015. Yeah, yeah 2014, 15 is when they won their 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 first championship. So that just shows you. Now, obviously, there's been Kevin Durant and they've had some down years, but it just shows consistently how their rhythm is when they're together. I just think it's been rare, rare to see a relationship between Draymond and Steph. I can't off top, name two players that were so connected like that. Like, I, I just can't, I, I, where Draymond just knows where Steph is. And I think Draymond has assisted almost two, th not one third, which is a crazy number of, of uh, uh, Steph's points, right? Think about that. One player has assisted a third of a player's points right? When it comes to assisted points. I think that's a stat that I've seen, but I could be wrong. So leave me alone. 
but for me, who has Draymond have that relationship with? There's no time. First of all, he hasn't played. These are new but, guys. But it's also, These we're are talking young about guys. Steph Curry. You're talking about Steph right, Curry. We're talking it's about like, Steph Curry. It's like, that's, no, that's taking Jordan LeBron. Poole and Wiggins. They yeah, that's not like taking it. LeBron James. That's taking Luka. That's taking the best player on any team and taking them out. Will they still be, they're not going to fold. But like, yeah, there is a there is a potential for them to drop with X amount of games left. If they, you know, if they go 500 over this stretch and another team, you know, wins eight out of 10, there's there it is right there. There's your three games in the loss column. That, that, so let me gone. ask you this. Now we talked about Luca. We talked about Golden State. You two, Dallas, Golden State, Steph just coming off an of ankle, medium clay, medium Draymond. How many games does that series go? Do you think? And who wins that series? Five Golden State. Ooh, okay. I, I, I want to say six. I want to say six because of the elements. Again, the thing that you guys don't right. like to talk about, the ifs. Um, I would say I'd give I'd give Luca as the leader six, but I, I take Golden now, State. Now, Dallas is the home team I, is what I, I'm assuming. Uh, th- Five, six. So oh, Dallas is the home team. Up. Yeah, Dallas I, is the home Dallas team. Ain't, Dallas ain't that tough of a place to play. Like Dallas ain't I, Golden State. But I yeah. also like, I like Dallas. what we talk about with the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. They're all out it's, there. If we're if they're all out there as a group, the one thing that you won't have to worry about is it's not going to take a lot of time. Right. Maybe rhythm wise, but I still take Steph Curry battling rhythm in a seven game series right. to not take a lot of time. Yeah, I, I would. I would still I, look. No one's rooting against the Warriors. If we're going to, if we're going to, our betting against. If we're going to go, all guys on their team are eighty percent healthy and locked in. Yeah, I think they can win that series, you know, in six, most likely. One game, Luka is amazing, or he just gets everyone involved. And in another game, let's say Steph is not, that you know, doesn't shoot the ball well. There's two of your victories. Did you see how great Golden State without Clay started the season? I mean, every, everybody on that team. It's as if they all, even all their pieces adding into LA. that core had been together. Yeah. Most young teams with talent start off the season great. They have no pressure on them. They're not really on TV like that. Mm. What are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? The Golden State Warriors are a young team with no pressure. I was going to say, I don't really. Like, come on, Channing. I'm with you. I agree with you. But that's more in reference to like the Cleveland, the Memphises, the the teams like that. Nobody expected Wiggins to be an all-star. Clay, nobody knew when he was coming back. What were they last year? You didn't you know exactly say, what Steph young, was going to be. You can't say this well, is you a didn't know Jordan what Steph Poole was going to be. Steph, well, you just said you said Steph was an MVP candidate, bro, at the end of the season because he played well. So coming into the season, you would expect Steph to at least still be a top ten player in this league. So I, I fair you're with Wiggins, Channing, but I also Channing think the guy, way in you which you say the same thing about like you said the same thing about Braun. Real quick, Allie, you said the what? same thing about Braun. Like What'd the I other say? day, like you make it seem like somebody even tweeted like Channing makes it seem like Braun's just gonna wither and away. Like he's gonna go from like <laughs> great to zero in like two seconds. We're actually gonna get to him in a, in a second. Yeah, let's no, get to him, no, Channing. God, I have a question no. for you, but I'm just saying really quick <laughs> the way in which the Warriors finished a season ago, which I know seems like forever ago. But I don't think that you're shocked the way in which they started the season. Maybe Wiggins and the way in which he's playing, performing at a high level, becoming an all-star. Yeah, that may have caught a few off guard. But I, I don't few. consider the Warriors Allie, young in age. They're young and experienced maybe all together in the way in which they work together. Thank, that's what's been impressive you, to me. Allie. Sorry. That's what I was trying that's to say. Been to we talk, again, Not young we, in age, but the no, way in no, which I they think, came together they, and they all have, have no been a part of it. No, what are you talking Jordan Poole, this was not his first season there. For this is not his first season there. Wiggins has he ever played with Clay? Wiggins, Wiggins. No, I understand that, but we're talking about their stretch that they had before Clay even got there. We're on the same page. I understand what you guys are saying, but merely we got to make it stop and making it seem like this team was thrown together and they just blossomed out of fucking nowhere. These guys are fucking thrown together. These guys have all been on this roster. Certain guys have had career years. Okay. Whether that's Gary Payton the yeah, second they've got, or Wiggins. Because they've gotten better. Okay. Not Touché. Wiggins, but I would say Poole and some of these guys just kind of Anderson. Got better. The no, beginning of the I year. I don't think Wiggins Not I don't until think Wiggins after All-Star. Better. 
My man, he's okay. still on that tequila from Cancun. I don't know what he was doing. Okay. That boy we have a bunch of fun at the fan questions line. that we're going to get to in a second. But we'll hang on. I'm going to ask you guys that. this question. And then if you want to add anything else um, to the NBA conversation before we kind of bring that to a close. LeBron, my question here, 29 and a half points, eight boards, six assists. That's what he is averaging, a little bit above his career averages. Um, can he win the scoring title? Mm, he can. Yes, he can. Will he? Will he? I'm sorry. Will he? That's my yeah, question. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, uh, I'm going to say no, just because they're most likely going to be blown out in so many games in the fourth quarter that like you need all four quarters. You can't, you got to play all four quarters to get the scoring title. Like he keep, had, keep he had 30 plus. I, I know, I know who, he, I know who he is. I know my guy, but I'm saying like he had, he was, uh, it was the Phoenix Laker game. They were down by 30 mm-hmm. to start the fourth and he had 30. That was one of those things where if that game was within 15, that he could go out in there and have a 42 point performance, maybe even bigger, but they're just, they're just playing so poorly just because of the lack quit, of chemistry. Richard. Yeah. I, look, I'm not going to say they're going to, they quit. I'm just Richard, going to say I watched the film. they don't look like they <laughs> did not. They didn't look like they did not not quit. That's what I'm going to say. They did not not it's quit. Such a disrespectful way of playing basketball. Sometimes when they have all the energy in the world until like one turnover happens and they go, "Fuck, I'm still with you." Shit. You know what this reminds me t- of? And I was yeah. laughing. Do you know when you got to go over to your bad cousin's house and you hate it? And you're like, God, I got to go over here again. You just got to eat it. And you're just like, man, I don't want to sleep on the floor. There's no couches. There's no pillows. There's no blankets. Not all of us. Not all of us grew up like you, bro. Not all of us grew up. Like I was that shitty cousin that everyone had to come over to my house. We had no food, (laughs) had no toys. No toys. We were told to to just go go outside outside and play. And they're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, it's fucking 114. (laughs) I don't know. What the fuck do you want to do? Yeah. So you just play to be playing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm you, like, you play in to go back in the house. The Lakers yeah. are playing to go right back in the house. Uh, hey, look, I, I know you guys have to, oh we all God. have to walk because of my position, obviously. And with all due respect that I have for the team, I cover them every single night. But you guys often text me during games, right? Yeah. And your relationship, obviously, with the guys <laughs> on the team. And it's, it's hard. They're struggling, right? There's no other way to say it. You guys yeah. can have and say what you want and how That's you want. That's on Lord you. With that said, you mentioned the turnover. And I actually started post-game um, with this when I hosted a couple of weeks ago because there was the possession with the Lakers and the Clippers when, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, the start of the third. And they ended up calling it a foul and then you couldn't challenge it. And it automatically was like an 8-0 swing in one possession. And Channing, you talk about when it's a turnover, how quickly things turn. Like the fragility of a team, how telling, like just perspective on it. Like what that's like when you guys are watching it, have you ever experienced that as a, oh, yeah. as a player in the league uh, in, in, Orlando. Your, in your years? But we, because we didn't know who we were. Right. So this guy had his individual awards. He wanted, or he thought how we can win. This guy had an idea of how he wanted to win. I knew I was going to get traded. This guy was doing this. Everyone's doing their own thing. The fact that so Channing's trying to compare like, this shit to his time in Orlando is like, what the fuck, bro? It's a your bad team. team. Dog, a bad team is a team, bad team. Yeah, but your team the, was dog shit tried. to start this season. You guys did try. I respect We're that We're just more. young. At least we tried. Uh, they okay, don't, try. they okay. don't be trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really, really, like, the only way to describe this is that if you ever tried to write on a wet piece of paper, that's what, that's what Frank Vogel is trying to coach. It's like Frank Vogel is trying to coach these guys by writing on a wet piece of paper that they're trying to like read through. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, oh, shit, it's like bleeding it. through. And it's like, yeah, like literally it's like, oh. you know what? They are as fragile as a Listerine strip. You see oh. those little Listerine strips that you put it on? Amazing. The minute it hits your tongue, it just evaporates. That's how fragile at the least bit of, of anything that thing is. What is the word? Yeah, I know what you're thinking about, Richard. The resistance. Yeah, at least amount of resistance. What is the other word? Yeah, yeah, come on. I want to know, instead of you guys continuing to describe this in all the different ways in which you can that are so freaking ridiculous and off the wall, 
How, like, what, like, that struggle, what is that? Like, it's hard, right? You like, it's know, not, okay, you have no let me chance say something, Because a lot of people are like, Allie, <laughs> oh, you guys are even saying it, that they're not even trying. I actually disagree with that. I do. I disagree with it because as former players, as professional athletes, you guys all understand you have a responsibility to show up and do your job. And I'm not taking that away from them. But when it doesn't work and it's not coming together and you still have all these games left, then yeah, maybe it looks as if they're not trying. But I can't sit here and let y'all disrespect athletes like that. Okay, we can disrespect them. You can't. Listen, this is, I I feel like, I feel like I might've said this. I feel like I might've said this. They are acting very professionally. This is why I believe that the Lakers are acting professionally and what is wrong with their situation. The Lakers, in any situation, if you're in a bad work environment, you're in a bad relationship, you're in a bad family situation, you just numb yourself. You just, you de like you take away any emotion, you take away any intensity, you're just floating, right? Because if not, you're going to go on the emotional highs and roller coasters. You're going to be screaming, you're going to be yelling, and you're like, fuck this. I'm just going to get through this. And then what happens is, is once you disengage, once you disengage from any situation, then you have now, you're not invested. You're not locked in. You're not doing any of these things. So for me, when I watch them, they don't argue. You have yet to hear bronze, mm-hmm. like complain about Russ, AD complain about, you've never heard any internal. You can say that guys aren't happy. There's been guys that, but there's never been anything that has gotten out. Publicly. You've never seen guys publicly. You've never seen guys on a podium. You've never seen guys cussing at each other on the court. They are truly being professional because they want to fucking kill each other. That's what's going on. They all want, no, and I'm not saying individually. No, I'm totally, it's just like, totally they're right. pissed off. Yeah, I'm, like they want to kill each other because they're all mm-hmm. mad at each other. They're mad at themselves and they can't vocalize it. People got, people, it, Bron was trending the other day because he was bouncing the ball. Like, and it's like, oh, Bron doesn't care, but then <laughs> Bron <on>. does care. <laughs> How many times did you guys see that in Cleveland? <laughs> Oh, a fucking yeah, but- thousand times. <laughs> Brown used to apologize. Brown used to apologize to us at dinner. Like, yo, guy, he'd be he'd have a glass or two of wine. And Channing's like, I'm not fucking going to dinner. He's gonna fucking walk around bitching us all the time. I'm not going to dinner with him. And I was like, all right, let's go to dinner and let's just go meet up with them later. So then we go okay, meet sorry. up with him later. He's got a smile ear to ear. And he's like, Guys, I'm sorry I yelled at you guys. My bad, you know. And we're like, bro, it's cool. Let's go. And then it's fine. You're totally right. Yeah. So again, the, the terminology is probably not correct. They are trying, but in the NBA, you can't, you could, they are, t- I think they have four top 75 guys. They're trying. Looks like it, it they, they are not emotionally invested into the game because they can't because there's no way they can fix what is going when they go out there you cannot go a hundred percent because number one you don't trust the other people around you and number two you go even if i give a thousand percent we're still probably gonna lose right but like yeah they won two games and bron went to 50 (laughs) bron has to go to 50 so what the fuck is like okay let's take lebron james out of it. Let's take LeBron James out of it. What is your mindset as a player? If you know the, in the last two times your team won was because you went for 50. Do you know how exhausting that is to even start a game? <laughs> and you're almost mental? 40 years old. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like I got to get, uh, uh, you're like, okay, I gotta get no warmups, no warmups, no pregame shots. Just, I need a massage. I need a Red Bull, double shot of espresso and a five hour energy. I got to go get 50. That is a wild. So if you're not hot in the first quarter, I said, if you're not hot in the first quarter. I didn't hear what Allie said. Oh yeah, Allie, what'd you say? Um, I just said you're on a deathbed with that. Yeah, on a deathbed. Because if you go, oh, I had a four point first quarter, you go, damn, okay. I got three quarters to get 46. (laughs) Just like, damn. Damn. Okay. Uh, Enough. I know. Sorry. Anything else in the NBA before we go on (laughs) to questions? Anything else you guys want to talk about? We good? Uh, Um, No, no, no. no. Wait. I feel like. I mean, we could finish with, do you guys think. Here's a question. Do you think Ben Simmons is going to come back? Now, we don't know. 
He got I don't an epidural. Know. He got an epidural. That's not just no, no, no. Then never mind. That's it. No, I'm saying he got. No, LeBron had them. Other players have had them, like getting shots in your back to kind of lower whatever intensity is in your back. But ooh, it's dude. Not but he hasn't good. played all year, and you're getting an epidural in the, the middle of March. Yeah, but it, no, he hasn't played. And they any want games. you to be. He's been phys- No, but you understand, he's been physically able to move and train. He just he ramped it up, a, and he. They say he couldn't dunk two weeks ago. Oh, well, yeah, because it's back. Okay. Yeah, no, but no, 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 no. What this has nothing to do with the fucking Nets. What I'm saying is that there's a difference between a player that's been injured and out or a player right. that just hasn't been with the team. That's one of the reasons why Kyrie, when he first showed up, everybody was so like complimentary of him. It's the fact that this dude wasn't with his team and then showed up and started giving everybody 40 balls. <laughs> ben Simmons tried to ramp up his workouts to get ready. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he had supreme, supreme like back tightness and soreness. So then they had to lower him down because he tried to wrap it up and it's not going away. So then they inject him to try and get that back, you know, but he's had like little back stuff over the course of his career. That's basically what happens when you decondition your body for seven months and you try and ramp it up and you're your body's like no and this guy's in his 20s That's right like he's, in, like. His, he's in, he's in his early 20s like think about that shit so um it's I'm not because keep I'm with it ramp down ramp it down i can ramp down that's what my ass is broken down now from trying to ramp up me too yeah all right guys down. i'm going to take this moment to remind our listeners our viewers that you can call or text us anytime call or text us anytime 6675522 Five five seven eight. That's six five seven five. Call RT. We're gonna take some questions here from fans. Yes. I thought they were kind of fun. I asked Channing to look at them, and he said basically that he wasn't going to. So let's see how this works. I like from surprises. Eighth Skags on Twitter. <laughs> Who is your all under twenty five team, and which one player are you starting your franchise off with? And let's kind of keep these quick because we've got plenty. Uh, we're all under I- twenty five team. And who are you starting your franchise off with? How old is Jokic? And it's probably going to be Luka. Jokic is 27. To... Okay. Uh, I'm going to say It has Luka. to be like Ja. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say Luka, Luka. I like We're big guards. Like, yeah. I like yeah. big guards. I, you know, if I was yeah. a GM, I'd have 10 dudes who are 6'5 and above. Yeah, there's not Give like me two Luka. other players to go with them. Uh, oh, Luka, Luka, Ja Morant, ja. and... Uh, I'm going to go on the limb here and say Evan Mobley. Oh, you took my I think shit. he's different. I think he's different, y'all. I you think he's shit. different. Like, he's quiet. He's this. He's that. JB won't shut the fuck up about him, how much he loves him. Right? Like, I just think he's, I think he has a, like, this dude with Jared, uh, with Jared Allen out goes for his first, first 30 point game against the Clippers. Right? This is a rookie now that was in, that would be a sophomore in college, just had a 30 ball against a playoff team in a need situation. The, the, like, when guys start, when young players start figuring out, that's when they start getting scary. I mean, it, I, Damn, there's a this is a great list. I mean, Jason Tatum is under 25. Jalen Brown, who's one of my favorite players, is under 25. Oh, no, Joel Embiid's 28. Uh Carlton is only 26. Oh, yeah. Ooh, missed it by a mark. Bam is 24. Holy shit. Oh, Bam is good. Brandon. Um, all right, we're going on to the next okay, one. Okay, yeah, now nice, Channing's nice. just listing players that are under Austin 25. Austin Reed at 2021. Austin, Austin Reed is a fan? Austin, man, you've been oh, playing great hey, this season. He gave me an great. Xbox controller. I told Braun, hey, get one of your rookies to get me a new Xbox controller. And he got He's Austin so wrong for that. to deliver. What do you mean? Um, Austin Reed, I'll actually go there next. Uh, video games, a question was actually a good one. Austin Reed, though, 2021 on Instagram asks, what kind of fries does Channing French fry like? Okay. Uh, answer the question. <laughs> answer. <laughs> First of all, she's like, I there's not a part two. One yeah. is Five Guys. Two is McDonald's. Three. What is two? You cut out. I missed it. Uh, McDonald's. Five Guys. McDonald's. McDonald's. And then. Uh, rallies. Checkers. I do like rallies. Damn. Rallies is really good. Fries. I thought, I think the worst French fries are In N Out Burger. It's just me. Okay. Yeah, I like that. They're, so they're, Rich, they're I'll disgusting. take it one step further. Our girl, Natalie Marr from Soho. Who yeah. Also, tight. she's a big Nat- fan of road tripping, right? Yeah. yeah she said, yeah. rank your best to worst fast food joint fries. Ooh. Best to worst. Top three. Rallies to me has the best fries. Best to worst. Yeah. Uh, I've never then, had rallies. 
Rallies is checkers. Rallies is checkers in other places. She but lives. I was, she's the a fries are amazing. Person. The fries are amazing. Uh, you know what? And it's tough because like the Wendy's fries, but like, it's only because their dipping sauce is the frosty. <laughs> the dipping sauce is the frosty. <laughs> so that. like none of, none of the people dip in a frosty. They think oh, it's a the fr- West the dipping oh, no, in the frosty is amazing. Everyone in Ohio, at uh, least the Midwest dips it in You're from frosty. Indiana. Uh, you from Northern Indiana. I'm from Ohio. With that said, where's Chick-fil-A? The waffle so, fries. Eh, Where's Chick Fil A on this? They're better than in and out. They're better than in and out. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. The problem I is worst. Chick Fil A. No, I said the the Chick Fil A fries are better than the in and outs. Are better than in and outs. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Chick Fil A's waffle fries go from molten lava hot to Antarctica frozen within a minute. So unless you get them directly to you. The minute they get room temperature, them things taste like cardboard. You might as well be. All right, next paper. question. Next but question. We're talking about. We're we talking can talk too about this about. forever. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Blaine Burnett on Twitter. Hard hitting question, oh, Channing. I believe go. this is for you. Okay. Is your raptor in World of Warcraft still named Dick Puncher? <laughs> and do you game still with Tim Duncan? <laughs> no, so I don't game with Tim Duncan, and I haven't played Warcraft in like. A long time. And my, uh, so in the game, you can be a hunter and then your, your sidekick can be any animal you want. And I had two pets technically. And one of them was, uh, you know, Ned Gobbler and, uh, Dick Puncher. Dick Puncher. <laughs> and it was a raptor. And then like one was a snake. And, and you're like, I go get him, Dick Puncher. Thing. Yeah. Hey, literally, I'm on comms like, Dick Puncher's going to get it. <laughs> But like Nut Gobbler? Like why? Nut Gobbler. Dude, because it's a stupid video game and it's so funny when people are like, hey, Nut Gobbler, get out, get out of here. <laughs> Dad, I can't. Dude, my, um, well, okay, so that's, can, okay, keep going. We'll, we'll keep going. No, we I want to hear this. To, I want to hear you. Okay, so okay. all my, all, me, my brother and, and two friends all have funny yet like weirdly uh, inappropriate sexual names for Xbox <laughs> and mine is Blessed Fingers. His is uh, Pleasure Fist, and the other one is Gifted Hands. <laughs> Richard, you totally just got up, like, on purpose, by the way, oh, to leave dude, me he here. Richard's like, yo, bless hands, bless fingers, what's up? <laughs> sick. It's not sick, sick it's funny. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's a funny thing. Can we please get Tim Duncan back on the podcast, too? Oh, dude, um, I can imagine what a- his is. You did that on purpose, yes. No, Allie, Allie. I had to play video games with this asshole for the last few years. Like, yes, I've seen these names. All of his brothers, all of these guys. Like, I've seen it all. Like, yeah. So you probably, I've, like, I've know, like, you probably know which one of the group is Pleasure Fest. Yes. Yeah, because I'm, 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 I'm with them. I'm Logan. with them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Is Mind you, my name, my name was Daddy Rich 24. <laughs> it's like, yo, where's Daddy Rich? Where's Daddy Rich? Dude, it's, yeah, it's weird. So weird. It's weird. I'm like, hey, where's, what would you give Daddy? me if I played? What would my name be? No. Queen, Queen no, 27. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> Miss Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Pink Power Just Ranger. T- one. Ten toes down. Ten toes yeah. down, Clifton. <laughs> yeah. You, first of all, you want to enter into a dark Sick. web, get into oh like a God. video game chat room. Gamer we, we saw what happened. Oh, no. We, saw, we saw what happened. We saw what happened with that NASCAR guy. People become different people when they get on the headsets. They become Dude, the different people when crazy. they get on the headsets. You got to fight for your life. Yeah. Every we saw Just... <laughs> Just a just a kid from Summerton on Uh-oh. Instagram wants to know big name ex teammate you could FaceTime her right now and they would answer. None of the motherfuckers. Oh. <laughs> uh Grant? Grant would definitely pick up. Grant or Steve would pick up if they're not playing. Grant uh, Hill and Steve Grant Nash Hill. for those yeah, that Grant Hill, not. Steve Nash. Yeah. Braun definitely yeah. not. He'd be like, what the hell is wrong with Channing? Yeah. Uh, nah. Kevin, no. He says, what the hell are you doing? Don't FaceTime me. Text me. Uh, yeah, I got no, I got nothing. Yeah. De- Devin Harris would probably, for me, oh that's my, my guy. You have no friends. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like NBA people. I don't like NBA people. You don't people. think J-Kid like, would pick up, Richard? J-Kid? No, because I've never FaceTime. No, I'm just saying he would be like, why the fuck are you FaceTiming me? That's the only thing I would get from him. Still, the shock value with you is still win the bet. Oh, 
don't know. J Kid might not. That trust would be me fun. I wish you guys would. Pick he, up the I would Facetime right and be like, "I'm not answering this. He doesn't Facetime me. There's something wrong. He's not answering. He's like, "What's up?" I get a lot of like the "What's up?" What are you trying to show me? Yeah, I got my kids around. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? With that said, we're going to take a pause for a second because, guys, I do actually want to ask you um, about something that we have all been gifted and have been trying, um, and I'm a huge advocate of it. I actually Jesus? wanted to take a couple couple weeks. <laughs> love me some Jesus. A couple weeks before I actually gave my little assessment on it. Um, athletic Greens. We're all using it, right? Every morning. You said, a you scoop. said pause? You said pause? Wait, why are we pausing? Are we pausing From the, the questions? And we're going to talk about athletic oh. greens for a hot minute because it just reminded me when it comes to the energy in which we bring to the podcast. Um, every time I have been using athletic greens for the last couple of weeks. I know that you guys also have yours. Rich, you actually asked for more because you loved it so yeah, much. My, sh- my shit's um, almost gone. Yeah. Oh, my Are definitely. we fans it, of you, it? Can you drink too much of it? Like if I wanted to have it, like, like, is it like, you know how like people like grab a soda, grab a drink? Like, is it weird if I mix some of that shit in water and just like, uh, this is what I'm going to drink with. That's actually girl. a really good question. I don't know. Technically you're just more vegetarian than anyone am else. Am I counteracting the half scoop when I drink it with Popeye's chicken? How does that work? Does it off balance the grease? Okay. Well, first of all, if you're only doing a half scoop, it is a scoop a day. And I was going to say that you could drink too much. I feel like if you put more than a scoop of powder in eight to 10 ounces, one big gulp, I feel like if you add more than that, it's a little probably much. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying the frequency in which I can drink it. I've been very good about oh, like multiple, drinking multiple it, times a day. drinking it, but I'll drink a bunch of water with it first time. Like for that'll be the first thing I put, like, you know, the first thing I have in the morning, especially when I'm working out. So I'll have that first. Uh, I actually Googled it and it said you should wait 30 minutes before you have like any coffee or anything. So I try and have that. <laughs> yeah. I try and have that first thing and then I'll get my day going. Then I'll have like, you know, I, I like bulletproof coffees, ghee. Ch- Channing put me onto that shit one day. I'm like, Channing, what the fuck is this, dude? It's so delicious. Put me onto that. It's delicious. The MCT oil, the bulletproof. So that's what I have. But but that to me, that's how I've been starting my day as I'm trying to get my my my, my body back. Yeah, I was. That's fat. what I was gonna say. You guys fat. are big. Oh, you guys are fat. big um, on the workout game, even though post career. Is, Ch- and, and is I know Channing still? Can be is a Channing big part still? Of that. It's a huge uh, actually, part. yes, I've been doing intermittent fasting because Kevin's uh, wedding is coming up in June. So I got to start now, give myself a little head start. So I don't really eat uh, breakfast until after I do my workout, which is basically based on protein. And so when I drink my uh, greens, uh, it keeps me going through my workout and I feel good. Don't get lightheaded. And I can't show it to you too much, too much. People, I, I just got tested from bulking? the NBA. Are you still bulking? Are you still bulking? Yeah, yes, yeah, bulking season, Doug. It's spring. Just in case anyone cares, Athletic Greens has over 75 vitamins and minerals that is good for immune support, gut health, clarity, brain fog. We've all been taking it. We all love it, uh, which is why we are now able to kind of have the conversation. We support it. So to our listeners, we want you on board if you would like it. Athletic Greens yeah, is Athletic Greens says free. it's pretty good, y'all. Free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is head over to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin'. Check it out. All right, back to some questions. With that said, Specimen1 on Instagram asked, which teammate had the strangest pregame superstition or ritual? <laughs> I hate both of you. Specimen1. Okay, Specimen1. Listen, my only ritual, I'll tell you with this. I am so anti-superstition. I'm so anti-superstition that my only superstition is to not be superstitious. Have a superstition. <laughs> That's my only superstition. Okay. That's no lie. Like oh. if it's like, I don't wear okay. the same socks or the same shoes or you scored a bunch of points. Don't you want to wear these shoes again? I'm like, no, fuck no. It wasn't the shoes. It was my fucking work, bitch. And so, yeah, it's my anti-superstition. Channing's just- superstitious. Just Chrissy eleven on Instagram asks, "Is a hot dog a sandwich?" No, that's a stupid. No, question. it's a hot dog. Now, if you cut it in half, if you cut it in half, and then you cut the bun so that it's not attached, then it becomes a hot dog sandwich. Mind blown. It's not about the bread. I don't even know what you just. Said. It is about <laughs> the bun. Of if something is in between a bun, it is a burger or a hot dog. If something is in between bread, then it is a sandwich. So if you is put a, a hot dog is a in quesadilla between, sandwich? No, it is a national pastime that should be celebrated more often. Okay? The the okay, quesadilla the, the tortilla okay. is the world's greatest gift. 
You can put anything in it and it will taste good, except for two things. But then we're all right. What? 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 What can't you put in it? (laughs) (laughs) D-Ray45, it's the last question, wants to know what was... (laughs) Are you okay, Jane? Oh, Jane's been drinking. I forgot. Jane's drinking wine. What was the worst road trip or worst experience in the NBA you've had? Uh, uh, Shit. I can speak for the Lakers. <laughs> Don't do that. No, oh, you're not going to do that. Oh, my God. No. The worst the road worst, trip I've ever had? The, the worst Go experience ahead. is being with people that you don't really like on a team that's not very good. Because oh. you got to, people will never understand the amount of fucking time you spend with your teammates for nine, 10 months. You just, whatever number you think it is, like fucking double it. Because you're at practice even when you're at home. When you're on the road, that's all you see. That's all you see. It is breakfast meetings. It is bus trips. It is plane flights. You spend more time with your teammates than you do your family, and it's not even close. It's like 70-30. Like, so... That's when you're on a bad team that nobody that where guys don't get along. That's when shit. But when you are on a good team and everyone gets along, it is literally the greatest experience you'll ever experience ever in your entire life. And you only get it. I played 17 years. I probably had it three or four times. I was on a team where people didn't get my humor and I had to turn into a hermit crab and I was depressed. People are like, I don't know what you mean. Like you're drinking wine on the plane. I go, yeah, we just played a game. We have the day off tomorrow. It is six o'clock where we land. I'm going to dinner with the buzz. I'm going to eat good. And then I'm going to go somewhere that plays good music. Do you want to come and enjoy life? Ew, gross. I'm going to go like shoot some more. What? We just played a game. What? What's can the purpose we, of this? With that said, can we end on this? And this is just me allowing you guys to tell a funny story. Remember when Kyle Corver came on the plane with you guys on the way somewhere? And what did he say? <laughs> Kyle Corver was, like, was like, like, I've <laughs> seen, I've seen players like drink on the way, like, like after a game on a way to someplace. I've never seen guys show up at practice at three o'clock and start popping bottles of wine on the way to a city. And I was like, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Cavs, Kyle. Welcome, welcome to, the, to Cavs. the Cavs, Kyle. We have, we have different way of doing things here. Yeah, yeah. Listen, that's why we bust the Hawks ass that one year. <laughs> yeah, that's why. They didn't drink it. With enough. that said, that was the problem. you guys are a different, different breed yourselves. <laughs> that is another edition of Road Trippin'. They're crazy. Bye, Jenny. Uh,